0: Pray. and it's a beautiful day to save lives
1: <laughs> thank you very very much what is happening over here we will be here all day something is happening <laughs> on my screen but i don't i don't want to end it because it's also recording well but i can see a lot of things <laughs> happening <laughs> i think it's fine my i seem to not look at it
0: i think we just keep going
1: okay so welcome to the on call room or a Grey's anatomy podcast where we deep dive all the episodes of Grey's. We're currently in Season 10, Episode 13 and 14.
0: Don't worry, though. We started at Season 1, Episode 1. We sure
1: did. If you want more than one episode a week, you can go to www.patreon.com. Well, I'm sorry. If you want more than just that, you need more of us. You can go to www.patreon.com slash the on-call room. You can pledge to be an intern, a resident, or an attending. All of these levels give you different... Things like access to the private Facebook group, monthly bonus episodes. Zoom hangouts. Zoom hangouts. Um, you can
0: co-host. We have a co-host on tonight.
1: Yep. It's all really wonderful things. And it all your money literally goes toward supporting this podcast and keeping it going weekly. So we want to thank everyone that does give. And if you're interested, it's really fun, especially our Facebook group. Yeah,
0: it's great. Um, another way you can support us, I, I recently, I don't know if you saw, but last week I did a post on Instagram again about the episode. Oh. And I so did good. some stories. We're at The On-Call Room Pod. Find us there. You can also go to our website, www.theoncallroompod.com. There's a forum there. You can connect with us if you have thoughts about the podcast or things you'd like to hear more of or whatever. Um, shoot us a message there.
1: Yep. And if you have any, like, long-form message you want to send us, the best way to do that is to go to our website at www.theoncallroom.com. Uh, damn it. The I just room... said
0: that. The website? Yeah, I thought you said the Instagram. And then I went into website, but I was gonna let you just keep going. My, I'm distracted by this horse race that's (laughs) happening on
1: the bottom of my screen. (laughs) Like, I wish you could see it. I'll just come look. Yeah, come look. So, like, we're recording up here. What's happening? Oh, <laughs> well, that happens
0: to me sometimes. It's
1: cool. Just <laughs> let it roll. It just rolls with the... Is this Marge's microphone? Yeah, Marge's.
0: She's just... Her dreams, she's just going and going, Are and, going and going and going. like, communicating with me? It's the government. It's the president. Yeah. He is Calling listening me. in. Wanting us to be the heads of neuro for yeah, it's yeah,
1: the president in Grey's Anatomy universe, it's Fitz yeah from Scandal. God, that was so much good crossover. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. Anyways, email us or send us a form on the website if you want to. Contact anyway, whatever. Us. I do have a um, review to read because one way that really helps us um, get new listeners is by leaving reviews. This nice one, ones, yeah, nice ones. This one is by Hel- Helena MZ. I just started listening to this podcast at the beginning of quarantine while not having anything to do. And honestly, I am so glad that I did. These two women have created such hilarious, but also very insightful podcast. They manage to discuss the crazy emotional world that is Grey's Anatomy in such an amazing way while also bringing lots of humor and joy to it. Even their conversations not about Grey's Anatomy are a pleasure to listen to, whether it's about periods, lost cats, crazy neighbors with... Uh, conch Conch shells and gold spray painted pots are Disney Channel original movies. They bring it every time. These two women could honestly make a podcast about the different types of rocks and I would still (laughs) listen to it because I'm sure they would still be able to make it interesting and humorous. Thank you for making this terrific podcast. Thank you, Helena MZ. Wow,
0: that's so nice.
1: We should do a podcast about rocks.
0: I would love to. All my healing crystals.
1: Oh, you like healing... I like polished rocks. Oh, yeah.
0: Like a Petoskey stone? Like a fool's gold. Ooh. Or the really heavy- Fool's gold is a healing crystal. Yeah, they all are.
1: I think it was just, they were sold at malls yeah, in bins. Yeah, sure,
0: sure. They're quite sure.
1: cheaper than the ones that are healing crystals. Yeah,
0: rose quartz is really nice. It brings in love into your
1: life. I went to the Mall of America and the only thing I bought was a polished rock. That's nice. <laughs> Remember the cat, Tiger's Eye?
0: Yeah, I have Tiger's Eye. I have, you just look around my house and they're in <laughs> potted plants. They're in yeah. the next to my nightstand. They're- in my underwear drawer. I don't know. They're all over it. the place. Okay, so post I'm stop. just going to tell a really quick... Oh, yeah. Oh, if well, post up the, the topic.
1: Top, yeah, the topic that if you're a $10 listener, you get the bonus 10-minute or so longer portion of the episode. We're talking about Catman.
0: We're doing it. There's so a if man
1: who made himself a cat on the show. I'm so right. if that
0: you love that storyline, pledge it to be a $10 attending and you can hear us talk about it. Yep. Okay, I'm just going to tell a really fast story because we have a pretty long episode with Carly. She was great. Um, our co-host. But... I had to go to Secretary of State today to get a real ID, and, and I moved. And so I had to do it in person. Honestly, I'm going to say I hope to God that they never go back to having people like do walk-ins at Secretary of State. Because you can only, because of COVID right now, you have to have an appointment. And so I my appointment was at 1030 this morning, which, by the way, too— My original appointment, I couldn't get in until October 30th. And so I just checked every single day to see if something opened up. And I was supposed to work this morning, but 10.30 opened. So my coworker worked for me. I was like, I got to go to Secretary of State. (laughs) So I went, I got there at like maybe 10.25 and I was done by 10.40. It was so fast. But this is the part of the story I wanted to tell. So I was like, do I get a new photo? Because last time I went, I was supposed to get a real ID, but I didn't realize I had to bring my passport. Right. So they were like, it's cool. I had a really bad photo. They were like, it's fine. When you come get your real ID, you have to get a new photo anyway. I was like, cool, cool, cool. So I was like, do I get a photo today? And she were you was like, like ready for it? Yeah, yeah. Like I like did my hair yeah. and I wore like a black T-shirt, like kept it cool, you know. I was fucking bamboozled. Let me fucking tell you that like, <laughs> It was, they're always so fast. You yeah. can't ever like quite get ready. The first one was the most epic double chin. That, <laughs> And this is where I get, bamboos I say I'm sorry excuse me can we do one more and she was like not having it she was like sure we can do one more which is like it's funny more that panic you- then. yeah it's funny that you brought up the broad city episode because that's <laughs> what I felt like I felt like Abby like I've never had a good photo or whatever <laughs> like the one where there's a bee like- <laughs> it's like my favorite she's like that bee chased me for weeks <laughs> it's like that was like me so the thing with this camera
1: like a little farther away from you okay so there you go
0: so the thing with this camera is, like, the way that it's pointed, you think that if you, like, maybe wanted to, like, get rid of your double chin, you kind of, like, chin up a little yeah. bit, you know? The way it's angled, actually, you should do it, go chin down, which is crazy. But I went chin up. So the second one was even worse. No, and I, my face is so shiny. And she was like, that's fine. Like, didn't give me, and I was like, can I have the first one? <laughs> I look and not that it matters no but I look like my face alone that I have like I was swollen it's just like so bad and I was so ready for a new photo and I was like <laughs> fuck man and you can't even like I even thought of like maybe I should like not smile or whatever but I'm like it's I'm showing Abby what I'm doing it's full on like neck back double chin I look like fat bastard <laughs> And my hair is, like, weirdly, like, it was, oh, it's not good. It's not good. And you don't have it yet, right? No, John was like, let me see. I was like, well, I don't have it yet. It's coming in the mail, and you won't see it. And I'm only using my passport from now on, and I'm not using my ID. I
1: need to bring out, my friend Haley had, like, a terrible thing happen, too. But this was in Honduras, and they were, like, making her put her hair in certain ways. The lady's like, no, 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 you need it forward. She looks not well, like 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 it's so it's like yeah. Why do people? I feel blessed and also like the shoes gonna drop at any moment because I went to not the nicest DMV. It was in an old shopping mall that was a completely abandoned except for a popcorn store. And Wait, like, over
0: on Twenty Eighth?
1: Yeah, in Wyoming. Have you been to that one? Oh no, not that one. I was <laughs> no. I mean, this was like I thought I was entering the Twilight Zone. It felt like a, like it was a mall that has was probably thriving at one point, but mm. now there's, like, two stores in business and a DMV in the middle. Yeah. And, first of all, you know you can make appointments all the time.
0: Oh, no, I do know oh, that. okay, good. But then you still have people walking in. Like, for instance, mm. when I had four names called before me, but they all missed their appointment. So had
1: uh, other people
0: been waiting, they would have just been calling numbers. Got it, got it, got it. So. um,
1: But I got really lucky... I also feel like, so my last one, my face took up most of the square. Like, like there's, yeah. and this one, the camera must have been, must have been farther away because there's like my shoulders. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm in a photographer, so I feel like I kind of am conscious of how, and I was like pinch, I was like, I will not just be a face. And I have a good one, which is my point that I'm not going to wait because something terrible is going to happen to me.
0: Dude, it's not fair. <laughs> I'm like, so I was so ready for a new photo and it is like, your passport is dope. My passport photo is dope. I wish I could just take that and put that onto my ID. But you took that one. You're like, okay, like, turn your chin a little bit. Right. Literally, these people are like, you, like, <laughs> yeah. go and stand. You barely even smile. And they're like, look at the smiley face. I'm, like, physically shaking because I'm like, this isn't going well. <laughs> It's so, uh, oh I hate it's, it. In broad, oh. in broad City, Abby like wants to be sideways because <laughs> yeah, she can't I, turn her neck. Yeah, that's what and I she oh. pukes in her that's what, that's what it felt like today. <laughs> Cause I asked for a second one and she was like not having it, but gave me the second one and then was like, peace out. By Like, staple my thing, handed me my license and was like, next. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so
1: sad. Do you think she finds joy in it? Oh,
0: I'm sure. These people are like, that's a terrible photo. Why do they angle it like that?
1: It ne- It's like, it's like just, it needs to be higher. A little higher.
0: Yeah. But because short people, they got to be in the frame. Yeah. And then I, I need to know, remind me next time, I, I might just go pay money to get another one, that but- I put my chin down instead of up.
1: That's confusing It me. is.
0: I did naturally what I thought I should do. I think
1: the trick is pinching your shoulders back.
0: That's not gonna do a damn thing for my chin.
1: No, but it like, it does though. It, like stretches, yeah. Just be
0: like, you <laughs> walk in there all stiff like. It was, uh, anyway, it's.
1: The good thing is you're the only one that sees it. The bad thing is No, you except
0: will- for those random nights at a party where everyone's like, let's see your ID photo. And you're like, no. <laughs> No.
1: You should tape a different photo over it. I and think then, I'm going like, to. The bartender will be like, and You like, just lift it up. Yeah, like
0: just- you'll understand why I did that, <laughs> sir. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's
0: great. So anyway.
1: Well, let's um take a break <laughs> and we'll jump into the episode and then we'll come back. Make sure after Carly calls time of death that you, if you are listening on the Patreon app, you don't stop because there's Don't trouble. ever stop. Don't stop till you drop. I have a air bubble in my throat okay uh take a break hello and welcome back actually Marge I hope that the meow that Marge just did was picked up on the microphone we are back and we have the lovely Carly scrubbing in with us hi Carly hi it's so great to have you welcome we always start um by asking you like who are you and what do you spend your time doing? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, now, who? What do? Yeah, what do you? Who and what? Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I live in Cleveland, Ohio, and um, I work full time as a dispatcher for um over the road truck service, and I'm also a part time Starbucks barista. Whoa.
0: So dope. So you get to I've use. Been
2: keeping busy.
0: You get to use the um. This what are those radios
2: called? Um, sorta. So we ever since COVID, we've been working from home, but I do have like a headset and my phone is in the computer, so we sorta um dispatch out repair men to fix like um trucks and trailers that are broken down on the side of the highway. That's what Jake did.
1: That's what Jake's job was. Gotcha. He was a trucking and your job is hard. You're like always on call, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's why he stopped (laughs) because he hated that. It's hard.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, but I mean, I I like it just because. I mean, I I loved being in the office, but you know, ever since ever since COVID, like we've been working from home, so. Yeah,
0: (laughs) in the office, did you ever get to use those radios that go over the whole, like all of the trucks can hear them, or no?
2: Um, I don't think so, but oh, we can't oh, we have those for when our like phones are down. So gotcha.
0: then they break them out and yeah. <laughs> so I used to work for the refuse department and so we would have a radio that like everyone could hear you and it was so scary, like training on it, because <laughs> you'd be like, This is brave. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> and then at the end you'd be like 10-4. And yeah, anyway. Yeah. So yeah. it's really, it's very scary when you know that everyone in the office and every single truck driver Is in the of Grand Rapids can hear you. <laughs> yeah,
1: I loved, totally. um, and this was just like, I felt like all of the people that worked under Jake, like the truckers were very interesting, unique human beings. Like all had wild stories. And my favorite was looking them all up on Facebook. That was <clears throat> oh, <yeah>. an activity <laughs> that Jake and I had. He's like, oh, that's just pirate bill and like why is he called a pirate it's like oh he has a hundred face piercings like he oh is a pirate God. so that was our my favorite part of when jake worked there but that's exciting and cleveland you're not too far from us fellow yeah. Midwesterner. yeah
2: yes uh, i don't know if i have the accent but i mean i've been told i don't know midwestern accent i don't know i think it's pretty <laughs> yeah it's a pretty tame midwestern do accent. you like six flags <laughs> or i mean cedar Point? <laughs> Oh, I love Cedar Point. They actually, they're open right now, but they have so much restrictions. Like you have to wear a mask everywhere and everyone has to stay six feet apart. It's kind of crazy.
1: You have to (laughs) scream, what is it? Scream in your heart. That's what the (laughs) the roller coaster
0: (laughs) is. That's like how I feel. Like someone, like a meme of like, that's exactly (laughs) how how I I feel. feel." (laughs) Um, Also, I wonder like if you can have, like if they space out on the roller coaster, like if they do less, like-
1: I feel like you're breathing
0: yeah. just air <clears> once <throat> you yeah. go through. So anyway, um, okay. When did you first start watching Greys?
2: So um, everybody always says that they watched at the beginning, but I actually started in early 2016. So I'm kind of fairly new. Mm. Welcome, like, but Welcome it did not take me long to catch up, though. Honestly, <laughs> just binge. So,
1: so did you watch it on Netflix?
2: Yep. Got yeah, it. I did. Um, and when I started. You it was actually the season or when derek died so Ugh. i like that's what i ended it on so and then from there i've just been watching it live
0: now did you have spoilers like did you know things were going to happen because you waited so long to watch it or was it not really in your universe
2: um so i knew derek died but i didn't know like exactly how it happened and that was surprisingly the only spoiler that yeah. i saw which I mean it was okay for me because I remember on the first watch like I'm not really liking Derek as much I don't know why he's just kind of I mean kind of a douche <laughs> yeah yeah that's the word I'm what,
1: Sonya's, yeah. what did Sonia's what did Sonia's husband call him
2: like
0: in our group do McFly yeah something <laughs>
1: like that which we shall now
0: yeah refer to
1: him as yeah. um Crazy! I love that. I love that you like started new, but yet you liked it so much that you rewatched, and now you are a patron of a podcast. Yeah, and so.
0: talking about it. <laughs> yeah, so. that's yeah. great.
1: Um, what about who's your favorite character?
2: So um, I feel like like a classic answer is going to be Meredith, and like we all love her. But I also really love April and Amelia. Mm. Um, April's storyline is so interesting to me, and I feel like. She just her character goes through like a, a roller coaster and I just recently watched the episode where she has her crisis of faith. And yeah. that truly I mean, I cannot even relate to it, but it just touched me and I don't know why it's just incredible storytelling. I
0: think you're right. It's incredible storytelling. That is actually maybe one of my favorite episodes of Grey's Anatomy, of like maybe the newer ones. Yeah. Um, and also, I just think she's a great actress. You know, she really portrays oh, that.
1: yeah. It's a good episode for you then. Lots of April. Yeah. Yes. Um And then what about favorite couple?
2: Um. So I feel like Mare Dare is... It's just iconic. But also, Mm -hmm. I really love the friendship between Meredith and Alex, especially Uh, now that Alex is gone. I just rewatch and I just... All the moments that they have together really make me happy. Yeah. So...
0: There was one in this... And we'll talk about it in this episode where Meredith hugs him and he like leans in to finally hug her back. And I was like, Oh,
1: I know. Like I need it. Well, you would be that friend, but like when you don't want to hug, but then someone hugs you and then you're like, okay. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. It's so good. Um, oh. what else do we ask? Um, what is an unpopular opinion you have about Grace?
2: So, um, I thought about this and outside of the Facebook group, like I follow a lot of gray's people on twitter and everybody loves um meredith and deluca but i don't understand like why they're together i don't i don't know i really hope that like it's i really hope that's over with because i don't <laughs> not like he's not right for her i don't know
1: <laughs> i want them to be friends like since alex is gone i feel like she like yeah, I think they'd be good friends. And she's never had it where she like sleeps with someone but then they don't work out but they're still friends. Like, she's never slept with Alex. She's never slept with like a lot of her well she did sleep with George, I guess. He tried.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um
1: but yeah, no, I think that's a I think that's a good unpopular opinion. I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. Um and then lastly, we like to ask um how did you find the podcast?
2: Um so basically like I just- I just searched on the um podcast app for Grey's Anatomy cuz I have like I I love this show so much, but I don't have a lot of people in my life that enjoy it as much as I do. So it's just been nice just to like find this community and and just, you know, interact with other people that love the same stuff, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Welcome. Yeah, we love that. (laughs) Yeah. We also didn't have any friends. Yeah, and
0: then all of a sudden (laughs) we realize there are a lot of people out there who
2: Love Grace, who never enemy. stopped liking. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, perfect. Okay. So we today are talking about season 10, episode 13 and 14. Take it back, and you've got to hide your love away. Um, Do you want to read the first
0: short. short summary? The doctors face the consequences of the events that took place at April's wedding. Meredith feels betrayed when Derek goes back on a promise. Alex is furious after returning to the hospital and hearing the news about his father. And Arizona and Callie decide whether or not to move forward together. Meanwhile, Bailey realizes she was wrong about the motive behind Ben's decision to move back to Seattle.
1: After, and this is for the next episode, after an anonymous complaint is issued by one of their own, the hospital implements a non-fraternizing policy. It's a hard word. It is a hard word. I keep wanting to say fraternity. Yeah, it's not. (laughs) A non-fraternizing policy causing the couples to panic. Meanwhile, Emma and Owen talk about the future. Christina and Meredith enjoy a little girl time and Richard enlists the residents to help research a rare cancer case.
0: And for the monologues, for the first one, um, every day a surgeon makes decisions that can go one of two ways, either very good or very, very, very bad. The problem is, The epically great decisions and the epically bad ones look exactly the same when you're making them. Looking back, it's easy to see when a mistake has been made, to regret a choice that seemed like a decent idea at the time. But if we used our best judgment and listened to our hearts, we're more likely to see that we choose wisely and avoided the deepest, most painful regret of them all, the regret that comes from letting something amazing pass you by. Meredith Gray.
1: And the next one, also by Meredith, cancer is a biological bully, always picking a fight. And it'll sneak up on you. It'll wait until the body feels safe, until it feels healthy and strong. That's when cancer will move on in and get bigger and bigger. The body never even saw it coming because cancer is the master of surprises. You can try to hide from a bully, but hiding won't work for long. There's really only one way to win. You have to fight back. And if you're lucky enough to get out alive, take just a moment to celebrate before you put your guard back up, ready to fight the next one. Very downer.
0: Yeah, seriously. Um,
1: (laughs) Okay, so which one you want to do, rounds or patient
0: or shotgun workup? Um, I can do shotgun workup. Go for it. Take it away. So we have James Evans. He has organ failure and sepsis. Then Robert Fisher, fractured arm, abdominal tenderness, little girl, head <laughs> injury, loss of consciousness. Shane Ross, facial lacerations. Lisa Campbell, degloved left Ooh. leg. <laughs> uh, Rory Williams, oste- <laughs> osteosarcoma. Lee Fromini syndrome and Ariel Williams, Lee Fromini syndrome.
1: And for rounds, we're all over the place. Um, we have April Jackson leaving the wedding, what happened immediately following them getting married, and then telling the other doctors. We have Meredith and Derek fighting about the presidency job. Well, not the presidency. <laughs>
0: Derek fighting to be the, the new, president.
1: New president. I'd vote for him at this yeah. point. Um, Derek, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, Derek gets offered to lead the advisory board for that project. We have Jimmy dying and Alex dealing with the grief. And along with that, like how he deals with Shane and how Shane is back at the hospital. We have Ben Warren working at Gray Sloan Memorial, taking Heather Brooks's place. Arizona and Callie buying a house together um leah murphy filing the sexual harassment claim to hr the non fraternization policy and how everyone deals with it i feel like that's a big mm. one and then christina sleeping with owen and owen breaking up with emma i have a lot to say <clears throat> about his breakup with yeah. emma
0: all right first notes first Carly. Notes, you first
2: um my first note is the shot of japril is beautiful april's face when she gets in the car mm-hmm. is crazy like when she freaks out Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, her dress, though, uh, like flowing and
0: like that's how every bride yeah. should have a running moment. Yeah. If they want to. Yeah. Bri, uh, you, you need a running. Moment. I need a running moment. Yeah. <laughs> um. My note was turn around again and those doors open and here they are. Uh, and then like just the next part of like the way they look at each other made me want to cry.
1: Yeah. I said, dude, leaving your own wedding with someone else would be insanely frightening. <laughs> and then I said, I love how she immediately freaks out. But yeah. then, like, they have such great chem- chemistry, those two. Oh, yeah. Like, I honestly, chemistry in actors makes such a big difference. Yeah. It's why, like, Christina and Owen shouldn't be together, but they have really good chemistry. So you sort of get attached.
0: Yeah. So what do we want to talk about first? Because I also feel like the first, like, three minutes of the first episode, I was like, shit is hitting the fan in everyone's life.
1: Yeah, let's maybe, (laughs) because there's a time jump, too, which I swear to God I blinked when it, like, said that. Dude, I did, too. Okay, because then I had to, I, like, looked on the page. I was like, how much time has passed? I never saw it. It's three weeks. Great. Good to know. It was very confusing. Yeah. All of a sudden, Joe thought she was engaged, and I was like, where is this coming from? (laughs) Um... Okay, let's maybe talk just about real quick what happened immediately following the wedding and yeah. just go through
0: each thing. So we find out that Derek has said yes to the president.
1: During the wedding? Which- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also Crazy. tells Meredith at the wedding, wouldn't you wait till you got home?
0: Yeah, that's that's not great.
1: So yeah, she's pissed. Um, we have, uh, obviously, Jackson and April left. Arizona having a breakdown. She's helping Callie load all the gifts (laughs) into like a car and she's crying. And I did write down the quote because we've been talking a lot about how we feel like Arizona doesn't, like she feels like she needs, like Callie's trying to fix her. And I just, she says, I'm not the same person that I was before. I don't want to apologize and I don't want to be fixed. And then she's like, just come home. Let's talk about it. And she says, it's not my home anymore.
0: Right. And then we have Ben. Yeah, it was sad. And then we have Ben and Bailey fighting. And she's telling him that this was supposed to be different than her first marriage. Um, Like, you're supposed to understand that I want to be in surgery. And because you moved back here, you don't want to be in the surgical program. And Bailey then realizes after Ben yells at her (laughs) that he never wanted to leave. He doesn't want to leave surgery. And then it's three weeks later.
2: (laughs) It's just weird because, go ahead, Carly. I was going to say, I do have a note (laughs) when he was yelling at Bailey, I wrote, he switched career paths over at least 10 times in the show. What (laughs) he's saying is irrelevant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's very
2: true. Like him being like, (laughs) I finally found what I'm
0: looking for. And then he becomes a fuckwriter.
1: I I will say too, though, like, it's weird because she never asked him to come home.
0: No. Like, Mm -hmm. I know he
1: was worried about her. And so like that. But
0: also I feel like sometimes in marriage you don't ask people to do things. That's you, true. You know, how often do we say, <laughs> I don't want to have to ask you to do that. So true. But then they, can't, be, win. they can't, can't win. They can't win.
1: They be mad at him then for coming back. But yeah, we learn he still wants to do surgery. Right. Which, yeah. Um, and then also we see Stephanie sitting outside the hospital and she's like just sort of in her wedding outfit.
0: Breaking my heart, man.
1: Yeah, and uh, Leah's okay. giving her a hard time like, whatever about the wedding, like this happened with Shane and she just goes, my boyfriend ran away with the bride and they all just sort of like pause. Meanwhile, Shane is bloody and asleep on a bench.
0: Yep. Sleeping on that bench.
1: Um, And there's actually more. The, with April, April, right? Yeah, go ahead.
0: So then April freaks out. She says she can't, she can't, <laughs> she can't do this. She gets out of the car and I, to walk, and I said, where? And then... <laughs> Into the fog. Uh, yeah, literally. <laughs> and then um, I just said, so much is going on in the first five minutes of this episode. Um, so she's pretty much, like, leaves Jackson. And they're, like, we're left on, like, a cliffhanger of what's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah,
1: it was cool now, like, looking at the episode in retrospect, because it's not until the end of this episode that we learn that they're together and mm-hmm. what happened. Because I remember thinking, oh, I didn't know they were, like, apart after the wedding. Like, yeah. which they weren't. But right. it was a really creative way, I feel like, of them doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's maybe talk about Arizona and Cali just because yeah. we've mentioned them.
0: So um, I'm going to say my first note is see Arizona and Cali buy a house. <laughs> you I've saying- been saying this on the podcast for weeks and I've been waiting <laughs> for this to happen.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that the reason they did it is because like, well, the way Arizona describes that like, when she looks at the new house, like she doesn't see a hospital bed in the living room or a shower she had to be dragged into. Like she needs a fresh start. But it's wild how they go from that breakdown to like very cheery.
2: Mm-hmm. Like what happened right, in that's those that's what tricks? I was going to say. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like what, what made them go from like, I, I want to say like not screaming at each other, but just having like a breakdown in the parking lot of the wedding to <laughs> buying a house. But it's good to see them happy because I feel like from at least up until now, it's been a I wanna say since like Ben and Bailey's wedding. Since they've like really been happy like post post the plane crash, really.
1: Right. I yeah, I agree. And that's it's not gonna last long either. No. Oh um, I do <laughs> but you've seen all the episodes, right? Like like
0: through yeah. Korea. Yeah. Okay, okay, good. At first <laughs> I was like, oh no, I just spoiled something for you. <laughs> um so Then at one point, like they're so Kelly's all concerned about like a blood stain. It's not a blood (laughs) stain. It's a rust stain on the carpet. And Arizona just asked her, like, can you just try? Like, can you try and see this as a good thing? And so I, I feel like once Arizona asked Kelly to do that, she gets on board. They're super happy. And, um, and she's just, and Arizona's really trying to like move forward, I think.
1: Yep. I think so too. Um, I and mean, she got it out of her system saying that like I don't want to be fixed. Quit yes. talking about that. Yeah. Um,
0: so then
1: Yeah, the next episode. First of all, I appreciate Callie. This was how I would be. I'd be like, you said you wouldn't, you would unpack one box today, get your ass in here and unpack yeah, a box. Yeah. Um, but when she opens it, there's like, is it like a Tiffany's box? I don't know, it but it's tight. a
0: huge ass sapphire.
1: Huge, yeah. And um Is that a sapphire? I don't know.
0: I'm gonna say it is. She
1: said it was, I thought it was really cute. Get Callie's idea of like this is a fresh start, like you know, whatever. But also, whenever people do huge, grand gestures like that to fix problems, that to me is like a band aid
0: or like a bad sign, like a bad omen. Like this a is black. A- ring. Yep. No, <laughs> <So bad. laughs>
1: um, but she gets her that, uh, and inside the ring is the date that they moved into the house. So
0: yeah, um, which um, yeah, April's or April Arizona seems like kind of. Shocked by it, but then puts it on and seems happy and whatever. Rubs it in everyone's face. Yeah, all day. she wants to show it off. That's what I would do. <laughs> Look at my huge ass rock on my
1: Wouldn't hand. Would you also be like? I would be nervous. Granted, like they all have so much money, I feel like so it's not an issue. But I would be like afraid, like to like. You don't have your wedding ring on. I haven't been. My fingers are too fat in the summer.
0: Oh. I see. I'm actually or are not married? <laughs> I got a divorce. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You yeah, can move it. I'm yeah.
1: married. I'm, I am asking you to leave the altar next summer. I told you this. That's totally fine. Um, but yeah, so I just, it was good. But part of me felt like Arizona's showing it off was like she felt like she needed to do it because Callie was like, oh, are you going to show people? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, mm-hmm. I just was reading into it. But there's really not that much else that happens with them.
0: Well, I guess the last thing that happens with them is when they're going to sign the papers. Oh yeah, that was cute. Like, you know... Kelly's, like, super worried and stuff. And Arizona just ends up saying that, like, shit could break down in a year from now, which <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> it does. But, like, in this moment, like, she wants to be happy and she wants to move forward. And let's, like, put our all into it. And I really, I appreciate that.
2: Yep. Um, Carly, honestly, do you have any other thoughts? Um, I was just going to say, like, it's kind of nice that Arizona is the one that's, like, pushing for this fresh start. Because at the beginning of the season, we were dealing with her cheating on Callie and it's, I don't know, it's nice to see that both of them are sort of like on the same page about, well, I guess, starting over, I guess, and building something new out of all the stuff that they've been through. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. I think it's a nice way of showing that, like, both sides of the party tried mm-hmm. when it comes down to it at the end. You know, um, we can't be like, well, Arizona never wanted to try. Like, they yeah. both had ways of trying. Um, okay, Brie, you could popcorn Brie. What topic would you like to do next?
0: Um, I want to talk about. Let's go like big storyline here. Let's talk about Leah Murphy. All
1: right, let's do it. I in rewatching this. So we've been kind of talking about this coming, but I couldn't quite remember the details. And I am like, especially in 2020, like high fives snaps to Leah. Because she has like, they have very valid points, especially when you put all of their stories together. Um, Like all of them, Joe, um I guess Heather Brooks was the only one that didn't. I mean she slept with Alex but nothing else. But like Shane all of them have had issues with their superiors romantically. Mm-hmm. And so the like I just felt like the way that um she talks about it, like, uh, and Shane talks about, like, how their education is a privilege. It was like, I was like, you know what, that this, I think I used to think she was, like, outrageous, sort of, but now it, like, makes, as I'm older, I'm like, yeah, that makes a shitload of sense.
0: Well, I love the line that she said, they are our bosses and we are expendable to them. Like, and that, I think, is the core issue here, is that, and she starts pointing out all the different people, of like, Ross left with Christina and Mm -hmm. Leah And Arizona, but she also with Karev, you know, and then. um, Also
2: like like, Stefan Jackson.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I think it's like kind of the last straw for her to see Steph say, Mm -hmm. I should move. Like, I should find a different program. Leah's like, fuck you moving. Like, we shouldn't have to leave a great program because he used you and he. Mm -hmm. Like, used his position of power and then humiliated you. I never thought of it this way, but when he said he he humiliated you in front of your friends and coworkers, Mm -hmm. like, she has to go back to her job knowing that everyone knows that story. Yep. or (laughs) And half of them were there, you know?
1: It's also interesting that before the board meeting is called, too, is um, there's that, Chief, Bre- or sorry, Weber accuses Owen of being. We'll talk about Shane later, but like he's like it has. Are you sure it has nothing to do with who he slept with? Like it's even affecting like the superiors on their own level. Um, Weber's the only one that doesn't, well, no, Catherine, what am I talking about? He does sleep with someone. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's a a sexual harassment, quid pro quo harassment and hostile work environment, which the quid pro quo I thought was great. Cause even Callie early this season said something to Joe, like, don't just flirt for surgery, like flirt for like really big surgery, you know, like
0: to cut. Yes. Flirt to cut. Yeah. Um, well, And so then this emergency board meeting is called and they present like this. Someone has this complaint. Everyone looks at Avery like it's very (laughs) uncomfortable. And he's like, well, maybe I can like try to talk to this person or whatever. He thinks it's Steph. Everyone thinks it's Steph. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because it's not Uh just he thinks it's like literally all of the doctors look at him like, fuck, Jackson, you know. Um, But. You know, Owen is just like this. Isn't about talking to one person. This is about our work environment in general in this hospital. And yeah, like I appreciate Owen owns up to it and is like, I'm not like exempt from this either. So he
1: puts Richard Weber in charge
0: of
2: the the whole task force. <laughs> he's in charge <laughs> he says, of the. He, he's the Panty Police, which I wrote that on because I was that is so funny that <laughs> Owen. Oh, Owen is the panty police and then he basically hands it off to Richard. I feel like Richard would call underwear panties. Oh, of course he I would. I feel like
0: that's fitting. <laughs> um, but it makes sense now that because I have a note of why is Richard even there? He isn't on the board. But now I understand. He's in charge, yep. Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I the episode, the second
1: one, which is I feel like very much about this, like, um, policy starts with Alex and Joe having sex, Owen and Emma having sex. Like, yeah. it's a very, like, sex-filled mm-hmm. episode.
0: Meredith withholding sex from Jared. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Um. So, the, yeah, the, it ends up being there's a zero-tolerance policy and there, should, there are no relationships between, like, a boss and their subordinate.
1: Unless you're married. Right. Which I also... This is before the, like, love contract comes into play also. Mm-hmm. But Joe... <sighs> She was a little bit like much for me in this. Like, I understand that she has like she, the whole thing with like she thought that she was proposed to by Alex. Mm-hmm. Which did yeah. was that an actual scene? Was that just when at the wedding he I was said just at the wedding when he said the thing about like we're all each other needs? Yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, I would not have known that was a proposal. No, that was well, not they,
2: like. They were by the elevators. This is like early in the second episode. They were by the elevators. And um, I don't know, Alex called somebody. For it's Jimmy. Jimmy's
1: wife or ex-wife, the second one.
2: Yeah, like he, he was talking with her. And then he casually said, oh, this is my fiance, Joe Wilson. And then suddenly she freaks out. Yeah. Which <laughs> I think was
0: crazy. I would too, well, I would be <laughs> like- So casual. Wait, did I miss my proposal? <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that.
1: Right. and And so she's like, has that issue. But then on top of that, there's this, she's afraid that this policy, like, because they're not married and whatever is
0: going to be an issue- she ends up calling out Steph and saying, you're making my relationship illegal. Yeah, which is just, like, mm. child. And also, I love that <laughs> Steph was, like, pretty sure it is supposed to be anonymous. And Joe's, like, pretty much, like, and wa- walks away or whatever. I love, too, that Steph doesn't call out, like, I didn't do this. Right. She does not want to put whoever did under the bus. Yeah. Like, that's a good person yeah. who, like, owns it because everyone clearly thinks it's Steph. Right.
1: Um, that fight between Joe and Alex in the beginning. So I didn't remember that that's like a fake fight. And I just wrote, this is, I said, they're fighting in public, which is exactly proving the point. Then Alex breaks up with her in front of everyone. This is horrible acting. And then I go, what is happening? Oh, damn it. It was a joke. I was fooled. (laughs) Like, I totally was like, this is terrible acting. They would never do this.
0: Yeah, like crying and like. Yeah, Yeah, she fake cried.
1: Yep, Mm -hmm. she sure did. Um, So...
0: Yeah, I did love it too when they like called each other on the phone and he, and she was like, thanks for doing that for me or whatever, you know, and he's like, no problem. He hangs up and he has like a cute little smile on his face. It was he, sweet. He must really like her. That's like an embarrassing thing That's to do. super. Well, but think about Kareb. Like Kareb. He doesn't fucking Yeah, care. he just beat the shit out of Shane earlier in the hospital, yeah. you know, like yeah. he doesn't have any problem with that. Yeah.
1: And so I guess we could talk about in the scene when she is yelling at Steph about the complaint. I just kept writing, this is so rude. Um, we find out, like, Leah Murphy comes sort of clean, which the, inter- or the residents are all in that room together because Weber put them on, which I feel like Weber was like, you know what, I'm gonna teach them teamwork. <laughs> and they're, um, they're all working together on that poor patient Rory and her cancer and, like, figuring out what to do. And so they're all in there. And Leah admits it and she says that she feels like her medical education has been compromised um and then they do end up like working together because ben warren is like oh hey guys let's focus on (laughs) on this like i don't know it was a little bit like hokey for me how they like come up with the solution and like they're all like running like finishing
2: each other's sentences yeah each other's sandwiches they're doing the camera was doing the um wasn't it doing that thing where it was going around the room and I was just (laughs) like oh my god this is a little bit a lot (laughs) a little little bit a lot I totally agree Carly (laughs)
0: Well, and then there's like so when Joe is going off on Steph and then Murphy comes in it's Ross who's the one who is like this is a privilege, like our job is a privilege and what we get to do. So everyone pretty much shut up, like, let's move past this and let's get this girl a away. Yeah. Let's save her pretty much. Um, and I like that Ross said that, but also I really do like that Leah stood up for herself in her medical education and it, it mm-hmm. sucks being the person and people finding out that like, Okay, for example, I got someone fired from my job when I was a server and um, he was like made a lot of women. He did some really inappropriate things, but like all of the men really loved him. And it sucked real bad when everyone finds out that you're the one who's like, no, I'm not comfortable and he has to get fired. Right, right. But it has to be done. Like, stand up for yourself. And yeah. I think you're right, Abby. Like, a couple years ago, when we watched this for the first time, I feel like Leah comes off as kind of like... Uh,
1: yeah, I'm like, mad that Arizona doesn't like me. Yeah, is, yeah. Like, but- I'm like... Arizona. Arizona's like a
2: rat. Like, yeah. Yes,
1: you know? When really, I'm like, dude,
0: Arizona fucked her over. Yeah, and, and Avery yeah. fucked Steph over. Yeah. And like, I love yeah. a- Avery and April together. And... But, like, I really felt for Steph in these episodes when she's crying and saying she wants to leave the program. And when Leah's like, You were humiliated. I'm like, God, yeah, she was totally humiliated.
1: Yeah. It's also like such a. I feel like a gray's learning experience that of course they didn't come up with this idea soon enough and Rory died. Like you know, like like who's
0: Rory? The the patient. The patient. With, oh 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 yeah yeah. Like yeah. how
1: like they they're like yeah you know what we do this and then like they have this like magical cure and then it's like they're like yeah that might have worked. Yeah, but you fuckers were too yelling at each yeah. other. Yeah,
2: um, they were playing a uh, like during during that scene. There was a very intense cover of Man in the Mirror playing yes. by Michael Jackson. And I was like, wow, this is very braze. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs>
1: this, I had to it Google being so intense. I had to Google the lyrics because I was like, I know this song. But yeah, it was I'm so bad. weird that it didn't, like, I couldn't think about... Super
0: slow down version. Of, yeah,
1: yeah, and so I was Googling the like, words <laughs> and I was like, oh, duh. Like, Man in the Mirror. <laughs> but then there's a note in trivia we'll talk about that, like, all of the songs are from the 80s covers um also with the policy then too there's the end sort of scene when they're in the board again like they're in the meeting room and alex is there joe is there april is there and jackson um and alex is like i love how he's just like blowing up on them he's mm-hmm. just like i, I appreciate
0: pretty it. much like fire me
1: yeah i appreciate it a little bit because this is like the period of time when him and joe are like I mean, they fight, but, like, they really love each other. Mm -hmm. And so I like to see him being like, I'm going to be with her, and I'm going to work here. Like, figure it it out, Um, which is why I think that— you tell him, (laughs) Karabh. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which it would be really nice and sexy to have a man, like, be like, no, fire me, I'm going to be with her. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. But I think this is what makes them come up with that contract.
0: Yeah, and so he dips out and, you know— Jackson. And well, the reason they're in there is because Richard walks in on oh, God. Avery and April and Kareff and Joe. And of it's course, always Weber.
1: It's I know. Weber. And so I think he's, you know, he's the
0: <laughs> panty police. So he had to bring them into this meeting. And then I felt bad for Joe because Alex pretty much walked out. April and Avery ended up telling the truth about their Commitment to one another, so April's <laughs> like, "Sorry, gotta go." And so Joe's just left in there to be like reprimanded about just
1: because she doesn't want to get married yet. Yeah, like,
0: um,
1: and also too because I feel like we won't hit on. Eh, we will when we talk about Alex. Actually, never mind. So that's pretty much like how that ends. Although now I'm thinking about it because we'll talk about Owen. Like him and Christina are sleeping together now. Is that not allowed? Because they're both superiors. They're so both supe- okay.
0: yeah. I think that's it's fine. just
1: subordinates. Yeah. Okay. Subordinate seems like such a sad. Or like it should be like just as good, but just not as experienced. <laughs> like subordinate just seems to me like you're you suck. Um I don't work in a workforce.
0: <laughs> um Abby works for herself. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's just me. Um anything else on the sexual harassment
0: claim. I don't have anything, Carly. Do you?
2: Uh, I think that's about it.
0: Um did you agree with Leah
2: filing? You know what? Like, I'm going to be honest. Before we started talking about it, my first note about Leah is Leah Murphy is the worst. (laughs) About it with you guys, like you make it makes total sense how they've been treated unfairly. And especially when Joe was in the room when they were all taught when Alex was sort of defending the relationship. I almost like thought to myself like this is kind of why like maybe Leah did it, you know, because it's not I don't know. It's not fair that they keep getting treated like, you know, if if it doesn't work out, then they're sort of like out, like outside, I guess. Yeah. In the hospital.
0: Yeah, and they they're not able to get an education and like these doctors right. refuse to teach them and
2: I will say
1: Leah's still not like a favorite character.
0: No, time. no. No.
1: But <laughs> this I'll support this. Yeah,
0: she definitely frustrates me, but I think she did the right thing.
1: Um yeah. Should can we maybe because we're talking about people sleeping with each other, can we talk about Christina and Owen?
0: I think it's important to just quickly say that Christina and Meredith are friends again because I they had it out at the wedding. That's all it took. Yeah. And so now like Meredith had him is pissed at Derek. (laughs) So thank God she has Christina and invites her over to like come hang out, and she's not gonna come, but then she says something about like there will be wine, and Christina's like, I'll be there. I'll be there. I mean, that is me. So Christina and Mare end up getting pretty drunk, and then Derek shows up, and so Christina leaves and snags a, left,
1: snags a bottle. She snags a bottle. Also, how the fuck is she Well, clearly, at first, my first thought is she can't drive home. Then she says she's getting a cab, and I'm like, how does one get a cab in the woods? And
0: also, she's just going to sit outside? And
1: wait for it, and then it makes sense when she shows up at the trailer, which I assume is in walking distance because it's on Derek's
0: land. Oh, right, it is on Derek's land. Right, so I would, like, that yeah. part made me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> that makes more sense. Okay. Um, but I love how she is just like, I also love too that like Meredith didn't question like, you're going to get a cat. Like, yeah, she's just, just like, hey, like bye. <laughs> I feel like I could not get away with that with my friends. They'd be like, you're going to Owens. Like if it was in like, no, you're not doing that. Like my, no yep.
1: and I would be like, I'll call an Uber. I'll wait for, I'll know where you, and you'd be like, no, Abby, I want to go sleep with Owen. Yeah,
0: (laughs) you'd be like, well, you can't do that because he's in a relationship. Yeah. Um,
1: So also, too, it was very funny, which this is more about the Derek thing, but Derek comes back, you know, and and, uh, also before that, Christina says to Meredith, it'll be really over- It's not really over yet. It will be really over when Owen and Emma make babies. Mm -hmm. Because then you can't interfere. Like, once there's babies, it's off limits. Yeah. But she kind of makes the point that it's not over until there's babies. And then um, she also says about Derek that the president dumped him. (laughs) Which is funny. Um, I love the scene when she shows up at the trailer, but I'm also like, oh no. Because she's so drunk. Like, (sighs) it's hard to see.
0: I feel bad for her. Yeah. I really do. But I love that she shows up and I love she's that so she snags a super expensive bottle of wine up in like Derek's collection. <laughs> and then, um, you know, you can tell she's kind of like, here, you and Emma have this, but she's really trying to figure out if Emma's there. Right. And Emma's not. So then cut to them finishing this bottle of wine together.
2: And talking talking
0: about window Balances and I
2: love how she calls her mom. Like that is the ultimate, you know. Like, and also I've been there where like you you need to know the answer to this question, (laughs) and you're just so like I'm gonna figure it out, and then she just and then she just hangs up on her. It's so funny. Yeah, I miss this. That's
0: her mom. That's her mom because her mom's an interior (laughs) decorator. She's like, yeah, no, mom, I'm fine. But what are those things called?
1: (laughs) I just feel like she yeah like she just I think she's just sad and but yeah she just says to her she says to him and like looking they're like looking very close into each other's eyes and she says it never occurred to me you know to get window treatments which I feel like is almost like a super metaphorical like I'm not the same as Emma like Emma thought to put curtains here yeah I never did like you know, I never even thought to do that. Um, and then they make out and then they have,
0: have sex. sex. I kind of forgot that this happened, that they have sex again, because I couldn't remember how him and Emma ended up breaking up. And But then once this happened, I kind of I kind of remember. But anyway, there is this part And it was so when they start kissing. No, I'm sorry. It's when he goes and holds Christina's hand when she says something about like the valences. It never occurred to me. He goes and he holds her hand. And if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it says, Until it ends, there is no end. Keep me with, keep me with, or keep me moving forward all through the night. But until it ends, there is no end. So until she's gone. Oh my God. I was like, Oh. GGPs, I'm gonna cry. And then they have sex. And I said, This just makes me wanna weep, weep, weep. <laughs> she did,
1: right? Weep, weep, weep.
0: <laughs> um, and and then like- there's Emma saying, Sorry, she can't come around or couldn't come around the night before. Yeah, That's so
1: like the next yeah- scene. Yes. yes. <laughs> like, uh. Yeah. Yeah, the next <laughs> scene is her saying, Which is also devastating because what she wants, I feel like, is what Owen like. Wants Ultimately, I know he says he doesn't, but like she's talking about bedrooms and she wants two kids, maybe three. She plans on networking until they're in school and being the kind of mom that walks them to school and she needs a good school district. I love that she's like coming clean with all of this before they go look at houses, like getting it off her chest. I mm-hmm. feel like, oh, OK, let's remember in the current season, Owen cheats on Teddy, right? Right? No, their- Teddy
0: cheats on oh, no Oh, okay.
1: Well, then he deserves it because he fucking did this too, right? <laughs> yeah, Teddy. Right before they were going to go look at houses. Like, he doesn't know what he wants.
2: No. Well, this is what he's wanted, like, I feel right. like throughout the show, this is all that he's wanted and I know we'll get to it, but when he breaks up with Emma, he says, I wrote down, he's like, you give up surgery for a family, like, I, I want to come home and exchange all our stories, but all he has wanted is a like a normal like family and uh, just like kids to come home to. And I don't understand how Emma should ideally be exactly what he wants. But I don't understand why they didn't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I it's think he stuff.
0: wants Christina. Like that's well, yeah, because at one point, like, When she says she wants the two kids, maybe three or something, I don't remember exactly what happens, but it's something in regards to, he's talking to another doctor, and Owen says, like, your standards have changed. And I wrote, like, oh. Oh, to Derek about you can't go back to surgery. Yes. So Owen says, your standards have changed. Like, I get that. And I wrote, oh, like, Owen's standards have changed too, and he can't go back. And- I feel so bad for Emma. Yeah. Because um, he says, I want someone who is equally as passionate about yeah. their work. And it's like, you were demanding Christina to want to be a mother. Right. Uh, but now- They you were, were
2: counseling for it. Right. Yeah,
0: and they,
1: It's crazy right, to me. I and, think he wants Christina to want- to
0: be a surgeon and a mother.
1: Right. And he's mm-hmm. not, he's not okay with someone else want, like it he wants Christina, but he wants her in a different way. And it's just so, yeah, his And then he have wants changed. Emma
0: to be a different way. He doesn't want her to stay at home with the kids. Right. Like he wants her to be equally as He will ded- never be satisfied. <laughs> he will never be satisfied. He <laughs> wants to her to be equally as dedicated to her surgery like Christina. And but I, I do think even if Emma was, I think he just wants. He wants Christy.
1: especially after banging the mm-hmm. night before. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, I loved how Emma said she didn't want an apology; she wanted an explanation. Yeah some strong woman moments in these. Um, also, I just wrote, this is fucked. What if he doesn't fall in love with a surgeon? Like, he basically is like, my type is, sur- I know he's talking about Christina, but like, yeah. to- if you're just Emma, you're like, wait, so you, it has to be a surgeon <laughs> and they, like...
0: You
2: have to exchange stories about your day.
1: Which, then we have Amelia, then we have Teddy.
2: Yeah. Like, well, no one. this did. is why we don't like him so much is just because he's so particular in what he wants that, like, if somebody doesn't have a certain thing, then he's like, oh, okay, well, I'm out or something like that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I wish I could literally insert he will never be satisfied because that is like, he won't be. He's Alexander Hamilton.
0: (laughs) He, yeah. You strike (laughs) me. Um, It's, I mean, my notes are, God, what does Owen want? He wants a family, but he wants that woman to want to be a surgeon, too. Yikes. <laughs> it's like, this this mm-hmm.
1: is setting us up for the second half of the season where there's going to be a lot of Christina-Owen tension moments. They're both not going to see anyone else. The Shane thing is over. The Emma thing is over. And ultimately, like, Christina's going to leave. And that's why it leaves open, not open-ended, but in a very, that's why you feel so sad. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it like it wasn't, it's not over till it's
0: over, whatever yeah. that song said. Oh, it makes me want to cry. I know. I don't like Owen, but something about Christina and Owen together just makes me want to cry. It's Every, like, these ending episodes are just so hard. Yeah. Because they both know it's not going to work. But they love each other. But they love each other. Fuck.
1: It's like you and Such me. Such great right? It won't
0: work, but, but we love each other. <laughs> so much. So much. Um, okay. So, well, we kind of knocked out the...
1: Yeah, yeah that we got one. Ben Warren. We got Jimmy and Alex. What do you want to talk and about? And we got Mayor
2: and Derek.
1: Oh yeah, and Mayor and Derek
2: and April and Jackson.
1: Oh. Let's oh, save oh, that so one for the end. end.
2: Yeah. Um, the last note I have about Christina is um, right after, right in the beginning of the first episode, when um, when they're all trying to pack things up. I love when Christina is like, you know, I wasn't a, <laughs> I wasn't a huge friend of, of Kepner, but now I'm a fan or something like that. Yes. <laughs>
1: She yeah. says, "I'm not just a friend. I'm a fan." Yeah, I love that.
2: <laughs> so
0: good.
1: Christine is funny. Yeah. She
2: has a lot of. Good I know. One-liners. I want to be as funny as her. Yeah,
1: I never will be.
2: Um. And okay. Also, oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. sorry. sorry Interrupting. No, but um. Uh, Alex is the one. Um, we can talk about Alex next. But when he is freaking out about um about his dad, Alex is actually the one that tells Owen. About Christina sleeping with Ross, yes. I didn't, I I just ca- caught that when I was watching it back. I didn't realize that that's how he found out. Um, was how know I mean, that that's how Owen found out about them yeah, too. Let's just
1: talk about. He this says whole... he's screwing
0: her, him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: that's a good Alex. Yeah. it's like he's. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, angry Alex is back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: and, and so, yeah, Richard says, so Alex comes, it's after the wedding and Alex is back. And I like, I mean, I don't think that Shane should have people standing up for him, but I'd like that Richard understands, like, he was hallucinating. Like, he yeah, wasn't he was calling even... calling him Heather... Yeah, and you know. and yeah, that's when he says you're screwing him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> then there was another Hamilton reference because in all caps I, <laughs> I wrote, "Why is Alex introducing his fiance? What did I
0: miss? What did I
1: miss? <laughs> There's so much Hamilton in this."
0: Yeah, you without them my home even sweet home, I want to give you a kiss. Without them even realizing, yeah, they wrote Hamilton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so Alex gets Naomi, who is. It's the woman, I don't know if he was ever married to, but the woman that he had the son Nikki with, like the most recent family. Mm-hmm. And Alex gets her to come by lying and saying that Jimmy was dead. And I don't know. And he, she
0: wasn't, or he wasn't. Yeah,
1: which I like, I don't like, I feel bad for Jimmy a little bit, but I like how Naomi's like, oh, fuck no. Like, I don't want to see him. Like, yeah. like, he's not worth my time. And she leaves, Um, which is,
2: uh, and she takes the guitar. I, that, I believe so. Like, I mean, yeah. he... Doesn't seem like he was a good father. So, I mean, I don't blame her. Yeah. You know? Her dig at
1: Alex was a little low when when she says, I don't know what Jimmy sounds, or I know what Jimmy sounds like when he's full of crap. You are 100% his son. Uh, I was like, okay. Like,
0: whoa. <laughs> you
1: just met him. <laughs> yeah. Sure, you did fly across the United States
0: <laughs> to come see someone you thought was dead. <laughs> but, but you did get your guitar back, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um. So then, like... Everyone's screaming at each other. Joe, like, gets confused, confronts Alex about, like... The proposal. Are we engaged? (laughs) Was that a proposal? And then she ends up saying that she doesn't want to get married. Like, not yet, at least, or whatever. And Alex is all pissed and pretty much tells her, like, fine, walk out on me. And she's like, dude, this is grief, clearly. Like, we can't get married because you're grieving. And... Yeah, she should have said grieving. She says because you're
1: screwed up about your dick.
0: Oh, she does? I, <laughs> yeah. She does say grief yeah. at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah,
1: she does. I just
0: had that line. Yeah. And then he's like, whatever, man, and walks away, and she punches a vending machine. Yeah, her nails are meant that very intense. Like, I didn't think
2: she could break that.
0: No, my next note is no one is okay.
1: I have always wanted to, like, throw something when I was really mad. Like, in Little Fires Everywhere, and she throws the plates. It's great. We talked about this on here. Oh, yeah, but I've never done it. Just Maybe take something. one of
0: your plates and throw it in the street. It's really. <laughs> I need feeling. to keep
1: a plate on standby, like a one I don't care
0: about. <laughs> but throwing it, I've always wanted to throw it against a wall.
1: Yeah, that's. But I don't want to clean it up. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just walk into my neighbor's house. Hang on one second. <laughs> just throw <laughs> it and then leave. Um, I think
0: that's like assault. I think you'd get arrested for that.
1: You would be able to explain to them what happened.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs> just go listen to the podcast. You'll understand. Um. Okay, so then Krev's all pissed off about, like, Joe not wanting to marry him, lady leaving, his dad's dying, and so then the Shane and Krev scene.
1: Yeah. Uh, Which, this is also after, um, so Shane comes back, and Owen is just on his ass. Like, which, rightfully so, like, he did do a very bad thing. Um, but Owen is just being in in the operation. He's, like, making him describe the anatomy. Like, things that I'm sure matter and you learn at one point in time, but in that moment aren't necessary. But he, like, really shames him. And, like, even Richard tries to, like, stop it. Um, and he ends up backing away. Shane doesn't. And Ben Warren completes the surgery. And it's right after that that Ross goes to apologize to Alex if Alex gives him a warning. He says, "Walk away." Mm-hmm. Shane takes a step forward, <laughs> and then Alex beats the shit out of him,
0: which is like, oh. I was like, "God damn it!" This happens all the yeah. time. That Kreb beats the shit out of someone.
2: Yeah, he likes it. I think about um, what you guys said in the farewell Alex bonus episode. You said you were reading from an article, and it said something along the lines of like, "This is why we love Alex Kreb is because he takes like." um, a few steps forward and like massive steps back. It's just a constant reminder of like, you know, he's complicated. Like he's not, he's not just, um, you know, he's not trying to like get better. You know, he still has part of himself that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like his past, like you can overcome your past and you can learn tools to get through things. But, like, ultimately, that's what he grew up in
0: that situation, like, witnessing that. That's, like, his response to things. Right.
1: Which, mm-hmm. like, it's also a lot, like, why I felt like him and Joe were an interesting match because, like, she has such abandonment issues that she's overcome, but that doesn't mean they're gone forever. It just means you have the tools to work through them. Like, right. you're always going to carry what you went through with you and, like, sometimes you take step, steps backward. Yeah. That's a really... Carly mm-hmm. snaps. Yeah. Nice yeah. <laughs> Um, that was great. And, and, and I, oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to talk about the next scene with Meredith.
1: Yeah. I, well, in the one right before that, though, I just wanted to bring up before he beats up Shane, he comes in to, uh, I think, is this when this one he says to Christina and Mare? Um, like, yeah, he's like, is it time? Like, is he going to go? And, um, Christina's is like, is he having these issues and whatever? And Mare just looks and is like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. And he like leaves. But I just like that. So they know where he's at. Well, he
0: like ends up saying to Meredith, like not you too, Mayor. like of all the people, like you should know. Yeah. And so he's like irritated with Meredith that she's asking if he's okay. And then Christina and Mayor pull Shane yeah. and Karev apart. And then the way Meredith hugs Alex and he has like, mm-hmm one hand on her back, and then she's like, Alex. And then he, like, wraps both arms around her. I was like, God damn it. They're such good friends. Yeah. And he just really needed a right. hug.
2: And She, like, been, like, really pulls him to, you know, she, like, makes him a bit more sane. Yeah, yeah. and just
0: like... And I feel, like, softens him a bit, you
2: know? Mm-hmm. And
0: brings him, like, back to reality.
1: And in the right. same way, I, I like how... I mean, Christina even says earlier in the episode, like, she does not like Shane. You know I mean? Like, she is upset with him. But when they're in the room together and she's cleaning up his forehead, um, Ross says, like, he just thought if he came back, kept his head down, it would make up for what he did. And Christina says that he deserved this. Um, But then right away, like, she lets that sit for a second. And then she's like, oh, I got a photo from, you know, Nathan's mom. And she's like, it's one of those annoying ones, whatever. And then she just says, but actually, it's miraculous, revolutionary. You saved a baby, Shane, because you had the idea to 3D print the conduit and wouldn't stop pushing until I said yes. You made some bad choices, but that was a good one. Moving forward, make more good ones. Yeah. Which I thought that was great advice also. Like, you're not all shit. Just start yeah. making better choices.
0: Right. Oh, Right. And then Alex ends up sitting with his dad. Ugh. And I just feel, I mean, I feel bad for anyone who has to, I mean, I think it's both a privilege and super hard to sit with someone in their last moments of their life. Um, But I think it's extremely complicated when you have not, when you don't have a relationship with your father and, or you have a lot of anger towards them. And so clearly like Jimmy's really struggling and he's panicking about his, you know, wife and son not showing up. And, um, and I just thought like, What a moment for Alex to, like, give Jimmy what he needs Mm -hmm. and say, like, they called, they're coming. They know you love them. Like, you can go and giving him permission to go. Um, I think it's so huge for Krav to be able to do that. And then he dies. And then Alex says, you son of a bitch. Yeah,
1: which is, like, perfect. Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say when you die. You
0: son
1: of a bitch. No, I'm dying first. I'm dying first. Or you're dying I'm first. I'm going to. I lied.
0: You're a couple years older than me, so it makes most <laughs> no
1: sense. You're supposed to say no.
0: <laughs> I'll be fine. Okay. No, I'm totally That's kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we'll go out in a blaze of glory together. <laughs> it's like like podcasting while we do it.
1: <laughs> perfect. Um yeah, so that's that's all I have with those guys. So I'm, I'm trying to help me out. This episode ends with Joe and Alex, they're together, but they're upset about the love contract, but they don't want to get married. Joe doesn't want to get married, but right. he's okay with that now because yeah. his dad died.
0: Right. Okay. Right. They're like on good terms. <laughs> okay. They're having a lot of sex.
1: That's true. They are.
0: Yeah. Um, Carly, do you have anything else about that storyline?
2: Um. Nope. I think that's about it. Cool.
0: Merinder? Um, yeah, let's do it. So Derek said yes Said yes to the president.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> wrote brain mapping. This is the end of Merinder. Yeah, it really because is. They, they, I really don't think that they... I feel like this is just like the downhill spiral of do them, which is so sad that. to say because they've had such a big build up and they deserve to be happy but they were happy for maybe like a season and
0: <laughs> now it's gone because they next season he goes and they fight the whole season about him mm. going to Washington until like the last day right until like the last episode mm. yeah god so makes bad. you think about things in your own life about getting pissed off about shit, you know? Yeah, so
1: wow, you're right. That's such a good point. So this is literally... I feel like their happy moment was when he gave up work after baby Bailey was born. There was that short period of time and then the president had to come and fucking ruin it. Yeah. Just like... One down. I mean, you know what? It's not Obama anymore. I'm gonna pretend it's Trump. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it makes that's it easier
2: to make more sense.
0: Um, um and then they he goes to this like lunch thing. Did anyone notice that weird window with the ferry boat out of it? That I looks did not. super fake. Like, I no. wish I did. Oh, it was funny. They like sit down and there's just like this beautiful fairy boat in the back. I was like, <laughs> of course there's a ferry boat there. Um and then they are asking Derek all of these questions and things, and they know. And then they ask about Michael Butcher or something. Yeah, Michael Butcher.
1: Derek sends his mom thirty five hundred every month. I really thought this was gonna be a bigger storyline, and it was such a letdown. Like, like it he was just
0: like there was an accident. Also, why doesn't Mara know this? Do they not have their finances together? Like- they must not. I don't know. But it was. I was expecting some like big
1: reveal, like Derek accidentally murdered someone. I mean, he he did not do well but like so that part was interesting to me that it was just like he was in a hockey accident and he just sends the mom money for is the
2: kid alive i don't know i, don't know I would think so I think for his care be, yeah i think it might be one of those things where he just needs extensive care and yeah i thought it was weird that meredith didn't know about it even though they've been married for like four seasons now or something like that yeah yeah
0: um Oh, that door opened. How about this? Um. So then, okay. So then Meredith like gets kind of mad at him. <laughs> yeah,
1: she, I love what she says. Stop talking about your duty to God and country, <laughs> and admit you want to do this. She wants him to admit mm-hmm. that, like, he just—it's not that he fe- has to; it's that he wants to. And then he does, and she's like, "Well, that doesn't make me feel any better." <laughs> yeah. Um. And I like, too, like, there's a couple moments um, in the beginning of the second episode when, like, she comes in and she says, I want neurosurgeon Dr. Shepard to get the job, not my husband Dr. Shepard, which I get that feeling. Yeah, Um, Mm yeah. And and then he made
2: the promise to her. mm -hmm. He he said that he wanted her to prioritize her career because she really hasn't had that since she had baby Bailey. Mm -hmm. So this is her chance to, like, you know... I want to say almost catch up to Christina and just like show off her skills. and he's totally taking the spotlight and prioritizing, you know,
0: Carly, I think you're right, too. And even bringing up like the Christina thing, I think it's not even just about like Mare herself. I think she wants to get to where her other um mm-hmm. especially Christina, but her other um colleagues' colleagues are. yeah and
1: and two, it's such an interesting, like, Her being happy and sad for him, like when he comes in and he thinks that he didn't get the job, you can tell that she's like
0: not necessarily happy.
1: No, like because she also feels for him as a doctor, like what that would feel like. Um, And so it's just an interesting like I feel like a lot of times in a
0: relationship you can be put. Oh, like all the time, like for instance, with like John, when he had to go back on nights and we knew like, yeah, it was the best thing for his career But I was like, I don't want you to do that. (laughs) Yeah. And I hate that you have to make that choice. It's really, it's a hard thing. It's like this dichotomy within you. So, but I think that the catch to all of that is like, it's the promise that Derek made. Yes. You know, and that's the Mm -hmm. thing that really pisses Meredith off is like, you promised me.
1: And she's also finding joy in being mad at him. Oh, yeah. Because she's, yeah. Heavy, she's not mad at Christina anymore. She, like, kind of says, like, his guilt makes her feel
2: better. Yeah. Um, the nicer I am, the guiltier Derek feels. And yeah. eventually Christina's like, screw the guy. Because Christina yeah. tries to, like, say, like, oh, well, like, he's doing good things for, Kurt, for his career. And Mary's like, you're really going to defend him? <laughs> you know? <laughs> And then she sometimes you just want your friend to just feel like, yeah, yes. like he's he's being a jerk, you know? I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's all I ever want my friends to do. Is like, like oh, yes, yeah, he's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: you are absolutely <laughs> right. right. Do not play yeah. devil's
1: advocate unless I ask you. Yes, to you. exactly. <laughs> um, but then another Hamilton moment. Derek will never be satisfied going back to neurosurgery. He just again. can't be. He has to go on the board and um and he's just like not ready
0: to do that. Um which is crazy to me because. Five seconds ago, he was happy pulling away from his work and his research and just being with his kids. And that's the joy. That's the job I want. And now all all of a sudden, he can never be satisfied. Because he could have worked for
1: the White House.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And then at the end, the White House calls again, and they want Derek on the advisory board. They want him to run the whole project Project. Um, Mare is again, it's that dichotomy, she's frustrated, she says it, she like names it, but then she also wants to have sex with him because it's sexy that he And it's been a while since they've had sex
0: because yeah. she's been withholding. So
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's where we're at with them right now.
2: I Uh um, the first I think the first episode, like when they're fighting and she takes the phone and Meredith's like, Dr. Shepard cannot come on the phone right oh, now. Yeah. He's fighting with his wife. Mm-hmm. That was so funny to me. Yeah. And he's like, he's it's like, are
1: you crazy? You think I'm crazy? Yeah. Do you think I'm out of my mind? Yeah,
0: that is yeah. That's great.
1: Uh, so, so good. Um, okay. We have, let's, oh, this one won't take long before we talk about April and Jackson, Ben Warren. So he, um, did not want to actually leave surgery. And so now we find out that Ben in that three week time period, he is in the surgical program.
0: As, as a resident. As and- a
1: resident at Gray- Graceland, which I didn't realize he was a resident already. Yeah,
0: they're that all had- residents.
1: No, I know, but Ben Warren like, just went to that school.
0: Well, I think he went there about the same time the interns came to...
1: Right, but I thought he had to like do med school. Oh, no, he's already... <laughs> he's an anesthesiologist, yeah. but they don't have to do the same... I think they... Rounds? Like, I assume they have a lot more schools. So that just, I want to like research that because that confused me. How like in the same period that they were interns, he went from just being an anesthesiologist to like, he didn't go to med school. Like No, you month. go to med school. Sorry, sorry, but like, is it the same Yeah, like
0: you do, like, so you do rounds with up and with med school, you do things up until a certain point and you do rounds of all these things and then you go and you specialize. Okay. And so he probably chose anesthesiology or he did, clearly. And so Got it. then he went into a surgical program to start those Got rounds. And, and yeah,
1: I guess it feels like he just left, but I guess it has been like a season or two. Um, So he's back. And I love the storyline of how like he is the old guy. They, they think he's really old. <laughs> he doesn't quite fit in. Bailey packs him a lunch.
0: Which is accidentally tucks lunch (laughs) with a dinosaur and like, have a good day, big man. Don't forget to wash your hands or whatever.
1: Like, (laughs) yeah.
0: Do you remember that? No. That Richard, he, like, pulls out oh. his lunch and it's in the shape of a dinosaur. And then, like, Richard reads the note and it's like, have a great day, my, like, sweet boy. Like, don't forget to wash your hands. I, yeah, that's
1: that's when him and Richard, and there's one other, Jackson.
0: Ross, Ross is there, or too. no, Ross,
1: yeah, are all, like, having lunch together. It's very Yeah, because
0: funny. Ross doesn't eat his apple and everyone, and Richard seems concerned that he's not eating. Because he had lost his shit.
1: Um. I also like, uh, Bailey is constantly trying to get the gossip from Ben now that yeah. he's like in it. He says, she says, things are topsy-turvy all over the place and I don't know
0: anything, so spill. Um, and Which is funny to me because in like first seasons with the other interns, she was like, I don't want to know your shit. Like, I right? don't give me any of the deets. Like, I don't want to any, know anything about your private life. And now she's like, let me know all of it. The things, yeah, please. give me
2: the tea yeah yeah the,
1: she yeah, yeah she spill the tea um ben also says to her in that moment that the only reason he has this spot is because of brooks passing away which is wow. sad mm-hmm. um and then she's on him because she he like has a heartburn or something and she's like you did <laughs> eat the pizza and i love how he goes it was a burger and she goes the plot thickens <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like such a good line and then they all go, all the interns, or residents, I guess, I'm sorry, go to go to Joe's, and they invite Ben to go, and it's cute. Go on, cute. go play
1: with your friends, Yeah, don't stay out too late.
0: It's cute. It is. It's cute that she's, like, not threatened by him going out with his resident yes. friends.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's back.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, yes, please, I want to go home alone, thank you very much.
1: <laughs> yeah, but she says it's sexy, like Yeah, but like come home. Well, she comes home, she's snoring. Yes. <laughs> um Carly, do you have any thoughts about Ben and being back at the hospital?
2: Um, I really didn't have a lot of notes about that. Um I did have notes about the cat patient, though.
1: Yeah. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. We're gonna share ours for the post op, but tell us what you oh, thought about yes. Catman, please.
2: Um, Well, my first note is, oh, shit, it's the cat. And then he just goes meow and it cuts to the green screen. (laughs) Um, But I did have a note how... I forget the exact words that he says to Steph, but it was something along the lines of like, he did all this reconstruction and now he wants to fix everything because he's telling Callie how um, he... Or he's saying something about how, or Steph asked, you know, is this why you want to be? Per- is this how you want to be perceived? And Keller says something along the lines of, "Well, I like it," and then eventually he decides to just get everything reconstructed, mm-hmm. and that's when Steph goes to Jackson and says, um, "You know, you telling me you feel guilty only helps you, not me." Mm-hmm. I love that, that line. That that was so when she said that i was like go oh, Seth, you know she's not letting him she's not taking any of his guilt you know she just wants to move on which rightfully so but
0: dude totally yeah, I agree like, i i love that she says that because she's right like it's only going to make avery feel better
1: yeah and mm-hmm. she says you want to do something useful fix the cat man yeah which i feel <laughs> yeah. like that's her just being like prove to me that you're not a terrible human being yeah um it's also interesting when he tries to talk to her uh, or no, it's sorry. So when Jackson's talking to Murphy earlier in the episode and he says, I had no idea I was going to do it. Not until the moment it happened, which like, I believe, but also like that doesn't make anyone feel better. Um, Right. And yeah, that you like to me, if I were Steph, I'd be like, Oh, so you didn't even have to think about it. (laughs) Like you didn't dwell on this decision. Like it wasn't planned or like, I don't know. Um, I liked the cat. We'll talk about, we're going to talk about him a little bit, but yeah. I thought it was an interesting, like at first I was like, what the fuck? Like I, when there's just a weird thing <laughs> like that, but it did sort yeah. of have like a, a meaning and the cat had a soul. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, okay, let's talk about April Brown Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> so the first kind of episode, like after they run out of the car and stuff and we get to three weeks later... We, I don't remember who it was exactly who said that, like, they're not even together. Yeah. Do you we, remember who it was? Uh, was it Leah, I think? Maybe. Who was, like, kind of freaking out at Avery. Yeah, I think it's when he hits um, back with, like, I didn't know I was going to do this or yes. whatever. She's, like, kind <clears> of <throat> like, what was the point? Like, Steph's alone, you're yes. alone. Steph, April's- April, and Jackson are all alone. Like yeah. yeah. Like, you're all alone. What was the point of even doing this? So we're made to believe, like it didn't end up working out. right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, then the whole thing happens with the um, sexual harassment thing. And so after the board meeting, Avery goes home. Right.
1: When was the... I'm trying to find the scene where it shows what happened. So like we in the beginning of the episode, you know, they're arguing or she goes out of the car and it's like, I can't do this. When is the thing about them going to Tahoe? When does that happen?
0: That's at the end of the first episode because he oh, comes home is. like... And they wrap, like... She wraps her arms from behind Yeah, him. and he was, like, making them dinner, and then we see the wedding ring, and then it flashes back to that night. Which is
1: so beautiful. I love how she says, because this is true, she goes, we destroyed two lovely people so we could date, which, mm-hmm, like... And right. then Jackson has that realization. He's like, I don't want to just date. I want the whole damn thing.
0: I want all of you, uh, April.
1: Um, can mm-hmm.
0: you imagine? That's a that's a damn proposal, mm-hmm. Alex Karev. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take notes. <laughs> yeah, um, and I love at one point like the. I think it's Jackson says the best solution is to never speak to any of them ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so funny, and then he says, "I don't want to just date you, April. I want the whole damn thing." And then he's like, "We can drive to Lake Tahoe to get married." And um, when
1: he remembers, he has to talk to his mother.
0: Yeah, he's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> it's like he's ready to go for it. And then April starts saying all these things, and he's like, "Oh shit! Oh God! Like <laughs> this isn't good." Also,
1: I do think though this was such a great decision because it's true. Like they're just gonna date now. Like no. Like if you're gonna do this and destroy these people, it needs to be for a lasting reason. Don't yeah, go I mean,
0: all the just- way, exactly. Honestly. Exactly. So we find out that they're married by the end of the first episode, but they haven't told anyone, and they're keeping it very quiet.
1: Yep. And then in the next episode, April's patient is that woman who was dating the man who was married, who did not treat her well, yep. and, like, she fell in the dumpster thing, and was it, or the, like, the The compact. shoot,
0: the compo the comp- Oh, yeah. Oh, post- sh- oh my God. Compact. Now I
1: have a new nightmare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... It, the first person that they tell is actually that patient when she, like, goes on a limb and asks Jackson what he's <laughs> doing tonight, which felt so bad for her. I was like, man, she was taking her shot. Yeah. And he's like, actually, I have plans tonight with my wife. This is my, you know, my wife. Um, and No, they don't even say it. Oh, he just he says, with my wife. Oh. And then she oh. says, you should
0: really, he should really wear a ring. And April says, oh. I agree.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah,
0: yeah. April didn't want him to wear his wedding ring all episode. Got it.
1: And then she was like, yeah, well, yeah she hit, took it off his hand. Yeah. And then, and then she
0: was kind of telling Avery, like, I agree. We should start telling people now.
1: Yep. Um. And also they end up telling, I know, they don't tell Alex and Joe. Alex and Joe know they're together because they walk in on... They come in the closet when they're having yeah. sex, but they don't know that they're married. Not just, yet.
0: Like, <laughs> and April tries to tell him, and neighbor goes, not the, not not the time. The, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and then they end up telling everyone in the board meeting that they're married.
1: Yeah, that's when Christina says, she already said the thing about being a fan, and she just goes, Kepner, you continue to surprise <laughs> <me."> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, Um, I just love that scene. That proposal scene is so iconic. And really, like, it's almost like Candle, Meredith Derek Candle lit house, like, mm-hmm. level of good. The only thing that's a little unrealistic is the way she, like, jumps and hugs him. If mm-hmm. I did that to Jake, he'd, like, fall over.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes me really happy. Carly, what do you think of it all?
2: I just, I love them so much, and I cannot wait until we get to uh, the episode where, well, we'll the episode where they have all the flashbacks of them two together. Cause then we see exactly like what happened in Tahoe. Cause I remember oh, yeah. they were having some like doubts about like getting married while they were up there. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, April was saying how she wanted her family there. Mm-hmm. And I just love how they made it a point for her to question everything. Because when you do something that, Bold, you know, like there's got to be a part of you that's like, are we really making the right decision? And I think the monologue in the first episode talks about like they could decision, like they can either go really, really well or really, really bad. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we know until at least the end of the episode that you know it went better than expected yeah
1: yeah that's such a good writing it's a really great episode i feel like and yeah that sentence it says looking or no it says the problem is the epically great decisions and the epically bad ones look exactly the same when you're making mm-hmm. them um,
0: mm-hmm. good pull carly that's I yeah know. from the monologue
1: pulling all sorts of good yeah nuggets <laughs> um what about random notes everyone um random thoughts anything else that came to mind
0: I have a when they're when they're talking to each other and like about getting married or should they should they not? Why do I have a note that says bears question mark question mark?
1: Because so she's like <laughs> he's like, what are you going to do out here? There could be bears or like when she's just going to walk away. Oh. oh. I just keep thinking it looks like the same exact place on the set where um, um, Maggie and uh, him get stuck in the fog. <laughs> in the fog. It's like <laughs> the same set. Probably is. Um, yeah, there was a thing. The Callie, I think it is, has. Oh, they're trying to spit into those things. And Callie tells them to think about dill pickles to make your mouth water. Yeah. And my question is Brie, when you think about dill yes. pickles, does it make your yes, mouth Yes, it water? makes my mouth water.
0: Also, when I think about uh, uh, Warheads. No, that too. <laughs> no, uh, banana peppers.
1: I don't ever, I don't mm-hmm. know what those taste like because I've never eaten one. I'm not a big fan of them. I, I think I've had what them. Do you before. you
0: mean you never had banana peppers? I always put them on my pizza. I, was I mean, I have
1: them on pizza.
0: Yeah. My dad
1: always eats them, but I always avoided them. I think he made me try one. Once. They're
0: so good. My mouth is watering thinking about them. <laughs> Are they pickled? Yeah. Yeah. And they're not like, I don't get like hot ones. I just get like the mild so ones. So it's like a pickled pepper? Kind of. What's the, bana- the word banana is what it they, is. D- they don't taste like bananas. <laughs> no, they're no not No banana, at all. no banana taste.
1: Wow. Maybe I should put one on my pizza.
0: Pineapple, banana peppers, bacon. Boom. Oh, Best pizza boom. ever that created.
1: So good right now. Yeah,
0: Yeah. <laughs> The salt, the sweet and the salty and the mm-mm. Yeah. Have
2: to try <laughs> i love it. it
0: yeah. Uh, okay, I don't have any notes.
2: Carly, do you? Um, no, I think that's about it. All
0: right. Okay, notes and trivia. You go first. The title originated from the song Take It Back, originally sung by Pink Floyd. The episode
1: scored 9.42 million viewers.
0: This episode starts with the phrase previously on Grey's Anatomy, said by Jackson.
1: <laughs> I noticed that. Cool.
0: No, like, usually, I know, but it's just funny. That's The a wedding no.
1: dress worn by Sarah Drew was custom made in Italy. Oh, wow.
0: Though no one explicitly said so, Alex joins Christina and George in the Dead Dad's Club as. Oh, oh I as wrote of that this as episode. a note. I
1: said he. I didn't even see that on here. Oh. It is revealed. Oh, yeah. This was a nugget that Amelia yeah. is still sober and going to meetings.
0: All right. This episode title originated from the song, You've Got to Hide Your Love Away, originally sung by the Beatles. This episode scored 8.21 million viewers. Filming for this episode was scheduled from <laughs> December 10th to December 20th, 2014.
1: Each song in the episode is a cover of an 80s song, a trend that will continue for almost every episode the rest of the season.
0: Boki is assisting Alex and Richard when they put in a chest tube in a room. Um, it's the first time since season one that Boki is seen in a patient room rather than in the OR.
1: Whoa! In this episode, mm-hmm. there is a character called Brian Williams. Guys, Charles played Brian Smash Williams on Friday Night Lights, but the character was a football player.
2: Cool. <laughs>
0: um, all right, Carly, who did you choose for your Catherine Fox Award?
2: Um, I had uh, I had two options. So for the f- for the first one, I said Stephanie, just for mm. handling everything very very well in my opinion I honestly don't think I would have handled it that well if I was Mm -hmm. in a position but I also said like Alex for sticking up for him and Joe even though he kind of lashes out in the beginning um, I think it's kind of amazing that he sort of like sticks it to the man and tells him like no we're gonna be together or I'm gonna leave (laughs) or something like that
0: yeah I think that's great I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Leah that's who I was going to say, too. Or, or, yeah. or, or Stephanie. Me, no, I feel part good. of me
1: wanted to say Derek because he fucking got the job. Is, <laughs> All right,
0: Derek. Go. Nice. He,
1: like, he advanced the plot. Like, yeah. he But he also ruined everything.
0: Yeah. I would feel good with either I- Stephanie or Leah. Perfect. Yeah.
2: I- Filing the claim. Yeah. Hmm. What do you think, Gabby? Um, actually, now that I think about it, I'm going to change my answer to Leah because... All of my notes are talking about how Leah is the worst, but <laughs> when we talk about it, it's like, it's changing my mind, honestly. Like well, we she really kind of was brave.
1: You are allowed to have your own thoughts as yes. well and disagree with us. That is the, it is a safe space. But <laughs> if you are influenced by that, then call us influencers and give me a promo code so I can start making <laughs> money off these thoughts. But no, I, I think Leah, well, it's yeah, too because
0: I don't think she's ever gonna get it again. No,
1: she's not. This is the end for her. Yeah. Stephanie's definitely gonna get it when she throws the rapist down a fiery hole. Yeah,
0: for sure. For <laughs> sure. So we'll give it, we'll give it to Leah this time.
1: What about rating it um out of 10 scalpels? Carly, you go I first.
0: Said, I
1: said eight. Nice. So did I. I said enjoyable, exciting, whatever. I said
0: 8.5. Nice. I don't really know why, but I added the point. She five. swallowed the fly. I, Perhaps yeah. she'll <laughs> die.
1: Um, perfect. And then our favorite part, boards. Carly, this is your chance to tell us things that we need to be watching, listening to, anything. What do you recommend for everyone?
2: Okay. Um, the first thing, I have been on a Friday Night Lights rewatch. <gasps> Where? All the seasons are on Hulu. So yes, I I didn't know if you knew that because I actually didn't find out about it until you talked about it on the podcast. And I saw it because I watched too much Grace. So I need to sometimes <laughs> have something else going have on. Have a moment, yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been really loving Friday Night Lights. Um, Isn't it so, so good? Uh, it is so, and that's the thing. Like I really didn't think, I'm not, a huge sports person, but it right. is just so good. And it's so funny to see um Ross on Like because he is yeah, he's such a different character. Yeah. But I need to know actor. where you're at in the show. Like um, what season? Actually, like I I finished it all. Okay, good.
1: So I don't have to because some people, when the thing happens, this don't say because I'm I'm not going to. Okay, when the thing happens with Landry, people are are like, "Whoa, this show got weird." But you got to push through. And also, again, this is not a spoiler brie. I sobbed in the finale when he says. This again to Michael B. Jordan when he says, "I'm so proud of you." I I think I mm-hmm. cried so hard. It's such a good. Show. Yes. It sounds
0: like an emotional scene. Oh. You would love
1: it so much. Brittany. I'm going to watch
0: it sometime. Connie mm-hmm. Britton
1: is a queen. I'm going wa- to watch it just like you're going to read those. Harry those two.
0: I am five books into Harry <laughs> I'm Potter. Just I know you're doing
1: great. <laughs> I'm doing great. You'll binge Friday Night Lights much faster than Harry Potter.
2: Literally. Yeah, it goes by very fast. And I love uh Coach Taylor and and Connie Britton. Those two have such great chemistry. You'd think that they would be guy. like they're almost yeah, honestly yeah. I wanna say they're almost like Mayor Dare level yes. of chemistry. Like I love them so much.
1: My last thing, um, are you more of a Saracen girl or a
2: Riggins girl? Ah, uh, that's such a hard question, but <laughs> I love them both for different reasons, but I will say Saracen, just because he's just so sweet. Yeah. Like
0: uh, sounds
1: I sounds like you guys I, are talking
2: in
0: code. I
1: know, but I just have there I know there's other people that watch the show. So I just have to say too, like he kind of reminds me of like a nicer Karev. Like he's just got anger and yeah. he's got problems, but like he's super damaged, but you love him. Yeah. That's like so is Riggins, I guess. But yeah, so good. Okay, that made me so happy. What else do you have to recommend?
2: Um I do also love The Handmaid's Tale, which is also oh. on Hulu. Yes, that mm-hmm. show is so wild. Like when I watch it, I find myself like literally glued to my couch because I can't move because it's so like petrifying, but yes. so good. Yeah, that's um, a great and, show. Um, and I think honestly, the last one I want to say is the um, new pod or new podcast from Jamil Jamil called I Way. Have you guys heard of it? Wait, what by who? Um, Jamila Jamil. She's on The Good Place. Yeah, I follow
0: her Instagram account. But But I didn't know she had a podcast. That's
1: a great recommendation.
2: Yeah. And, um, so basically it's, it's about, instead of like, you know, physically weighing yourself, it's, um, she talks a lot about how you should weigh yourself as in like, honestly, like measurements of love, sort of like weigh yourself based on, um, like things that you love and, um, you know I guess your per- like personality not just not just you know the number on the scale which I love and she has some guests on there like I think she had Reese Witherspoon and Demi Lovato and they just go in depth about how just like how to really like love yourself more being a female and I love it so much it's so good.
1: I love that. Um, I I'm going to listen camera. to that and add that to. No, this is someone else. I oh. was looking up. Um, I'm going to add that to my list. I also wanted to, while we're talking about um, podcasts for Grays fans, um, Ellen Pompeo was recently on Jamel Hill's podcast, which is called Jamel Hill is Unbothered. It's on Spotify only, um, but it's like an hour long conversation. And it's really good because I feel, I feel like for celebrities, like podcasting allows them to open up a little bit more because they're not like, they're not really being filmed. They're Mm -hmm. not like, they can have deeper conversations. And she talks a lot about like her choice to stay on the show and Mm -hmm. like, and why she chose it. She talks a little bit about like Derek or like Patrick Dempsey, not like anything we don't know, but, um, and Jamel Hill is watching Grey's. So she like. It's just, it's got a perfect amount of, like, really good conversation about allyship allyship, and, like, racial injustice in the world. And, like, Ellen Pompeo and Jamel speak to that. It's also got a great balance of, like, actually really interesting Grey's Anatomy talk that I feel like we don't normally get. Because she doesn't do that many interviews. Yeah. Like, so, um, it's really good. It's on Spotify. I think she's, like, the most recent guest. Perfect. So.
0: Yeah. Um, well, Carly... Thank you for all of your boards. So we got Friday Night Lights, Handmaid's Tale, and the podcast, um, I Way. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know, is that on anywhere you can listen to podcasts? Or it's not just uh, like a Spotify I listen to one?
2: on the, I think it's on the podcast app. It might be on Spotify. Oh, okay. I'll have to check cool. though.
1: Awesome. Perfect. We are so thankful that you're a patron and have brought such good insight to this episode. Um, we are just really thankful.
0: Yeah, we're really grateful that you Thank spent
2: Thank you so much evening. for having me.
0: Yeah. Honestly, it was great. We would love it if you would call time of death for us.
2: Okay. All right. Time of death, uh, 2153. 2953. Be-